everybody. You're listening to What's Your Number? The podcast where we ask ourselves and others that age-old question, what's your number? In the hopes that telling these stories from our sexual past might help us get a little closer to understanding why we are the way we are. I'm Olivia, recording from Barcelona. And I'm Mariah, recording from New York City. Welcome back to What's Your Number? Yay. Um, and you might be a little thrown off by today's number, number 39, because the last episode we recorded was 31. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so, thrown off. 39, what's happening? <laughs> I know. Well, what's happening is like, I I was, you know, matching it up to like our ma- our master list, right? Right. And I think I really fucked up a while back like combining certain people I'd hooked up with into multiple numbers. Okay, right. Instead of give, instead of being like, this is numbers, you know, 12 through 15 or whatever. Because right, now right. I would be getting to like, what really threw me off was we're going to get to Ryan's episode. Yeah. And he was going to be like number 35, which just isn't accurate. Yeah, and we can't have that because yeah. if, if we're anything... We're accurate. Are we? So. No, definitely not. These this is just an archive, our, God damn it. Our version of events that is totally... We're chronicling. Um, totally off. Yeah, but yeah. it just... I'm it sure. felt... Um, it felt inaccurate, not in like a, you know, factual, kind of logical kind of way, but just in like a gut way. Like I was like, this yeah. is just not an accurate representation, you know? So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. No. no, we want you to get to like the number that you're that you are and have it be your number I mean it's that's the show yeah. it's what's your number so. right I know so the, like I know that we're we're fudging the numbers a little bit because we're going from like 31 to like 39 yeah but like yet, we we're gonna get to the same place yeah and yet <laughs> that's what we gotta do that's hilarious that's, no I mean I only say and I think I think we have been as accurate as possible, like counting wise, as far as much as we can. I mean, like, I assume that we've both forgotten some people along the way, Mm -hmm. right? Because like... I think so. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. Also, I feel like during a couple episodes, I definitely would like remember a certain... I would be like, oh shit, I forgot about this situation, you know? And then I'd like never note it down, you know? So we haven't been... Yeah, you know the best documentarians, but I mean, I pers- speaking for myself, partly because certain things just really stand out in your memory more. Yeah, you know that's the thing. Other things don't. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry to those people. So that's and that's that's just facts. So, anyways, okay, off Them, we go. Those are the facts. So Number yeah, 39. so today, yeah, we are going to be talking. Mm. Yeah, so we are talking today about um, not staying the night. Mm. Have you ever not stayed the night? Oh, have I ever <laughs> not stayed the night? <laughs> my my dear, oh sure. I mean, I would say 
what did I say? I rarely stay the night. No, no, no. I do mostly out of laziness. Um, mm-hmm. I have been in situations. Who was that? Like number some some the dom the dom guy that always made me squirt. Who like yeah, mm-hmm. the sex was so good, but he would not let me stay the night. Never. That's so weird. I mean, okay, did he not let me stay the night? He would just be like, okay, so I'll call you a lift. You know, it was, I mean, it wasn't like mm, rude. But that's, but, yeah. But it was like, you're not staying the night. I mean, yeah, but like, see, here's the weird part is like, I can, like, as I, as I get to this point in my life, I think now um, in, in this current episode I'm talking about today, I'm like 28. Uh huh. So I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm getting a little tired of this situation. I'm getting a little tired of like getting a shitty night's sleep and like being in someone else's bed who is like feels like essentially a stranger to me because it does take me a little while to like get accustomed to somebody. So I think I'm like becoming more and more. I'm like, this is a sign that I'm kind of hitting the same point that you were hitting where you're like, I'm going to stop hooking up with people. Yeah. I don't stop hooking up with people, but I kind of start to do it more on my own terms. Uh-huh. Um, and so I can almost see myself doing that. If I were like right. this day and age, this this age today, years yeah. old, hooking up with people, I would be, and someone say, came over to my house and fucked me, I'd be like... Yeah, I'll, I'll call you to the subway. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, he and he was like, what? How old was he? He was like thirty-seven at the time, and I was twenty-five or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, it's fair. It's totally fair. It's, yeah, yeah. So, um, this was the same summer that I had just talked about in the last episode, where I was on my little, you know, Euro trip. Um, I was living in the birdhouse with Olivia in Barcelona and I had just hooked up with numbers 31, A, B, C, and D. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Part of our old naming convention. And yeah, it was like pretty strung out because we did party a lot that summer as we had talked about. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We we used to say it was our part-time job, right? Partying. We were both working full-time and then we had the part-time job. On the weekends. We had our, yeah, we definitely had our part-time job. So we were partying a lot. And um, I think that this is kind of a sign that I was looking for something, that I was starting to kind of subconsciously be looking for something more serious. So like I hooked up with a ton of people this summer. um, The one in, the one that I'm talking about, the one in the story. The one in Barcelona. I think... Yeah. And I think like, you know, I had just gotten out of like a serious relationship. So I think that I had told myself originally, I'd been like, okay, I'm just going to hook up with people, whatever. Um, and I was also, but I was also like leaving behind this place that had really felt like, you know, my home base for a while and trying to figure out where I wanted to be. And I think I was just looking for like a reason to be somewhere, a reason to stay somewhere. Yeah. Just a reason to be anywhere. Um, and it, right. I didn't feel that draw within myself toward any particular place. So I was like looking for those answers elsewhere. Sure. Um, Yeah. So that's why when my friend from Medellin told me that he was coming to Spain and asked me to meet him in Sevilla, I was like, hell yes. Right. So as you may have guessed, um, this friend is not like just a friend per se. Um, (laughs) He's, he was basically a new acquaintance that I had conveniently met during my last few like somewhat unattached months in Medellin. I think we'd met right after number 30 and I had broken up. 
and we'd been introduced through mutual friends. And I found out that like he, so he was actually an expat writer living in Medellin. And I got introduced to him by like a pretty good friend who I'd known the whole time I'd been there. And I found out that he'd also been living in Medellin the same amount of time as me. And I'd never met him in the same neighborhood. So it was like, how is that even possible that we've never met? Yeah, strange. It's kind of surprising. It was like two years basically. So, um, yeah, he was like real pretty handsome. Um, I would say, so I like, I like started to say really, and then I said pretty, but no, he's like, he's really handsome. And I was like, oh my God, we have so much in common, you know? (laughs) He's really pretty handsome. And yeah, yeah, I was kind of like, wow, how perfect is this? You know, I, I feel like I was still young and dumb and naive and was like, just thought, that like love, you know, works perfectly like that sometimes. I mean, and sometimes it does, right? Like, I mean, hey, where you just meet somebody, you're like, we have so much in common, sign me up, right? Like, spoiler alert. That, yes. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think this is worth like talking about more, you know, at some point, but does that like having, when you do have so much in common, is that that person? I mean, we've talked about this before, actually, but I'm just thinking, you know, is that how it works? I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that? That was so, that was so <laughs> ineloquent. <laughs> you started to say something really eloquent, but I was like, what? And then, but then I feel like, but then you're like, wait, like, back to you and I was like no no tell me what you're tell me no. what you're gonna say I was just thinking when you're like yeah I mean we've said this so many times about the people that we have so much in common with and I guess what yeah. what I've started to think over the course of telling all these stories to be honest is like <laughs> when you have so much in common with someone it, it's not actually that you have that much in common with them it's that you want to and you're like more it's more you just like projecting like how cool would yeah. it be to be in a relationship with this person? And you yeah. can find anything that will. Absolutely. That will absolutely. Not um, that you're compatible. One interesting little wrinkle to this story I find is that he's actually from the same state as my current boyfriend. Okay. So I don't know. You know how like it, it just feels like every path that you take, not that he like led me to my current boyfriend, but like every path that you take I don't know. Sometimes there's like little signs that you're like on the right path. I don't know. Could that have been a sign? It's crazy. It's weird. I don't know. It's it's a weird theory. That they're both from the same mid-Atlantic state. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I mean, I know. It's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. But like, totally I crazy. do feel like... So one thing I will say about this story is that um, he, this person is still a really good friend of mine. In fact, we were just talking. I, I don't know. I mean, we haven't talked. We haven't like lived in the same place for three years, but he actually just texted me recently and we were kind of like chatting and catching up, you know? So like uh-huh. there's some shit about to go down, but let the record state that like, he's, he's an absolutely like wonderful person. And I think sometimes the so much in common thing, sometimes you think, wow, we have so much in common, but like, why did my brain always go to, we should fuck or date when right. really it could have meant we should be friends. Yeah. Great question. <laughs> Because it's like the so much in common thing is a, it is a very cool feeling to have when you do meet somebody and you're like, oh my God, we have so yeah. much in common, right? But it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like, you know, pursue a romantic thing. Right, 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 right. right. <clears throat> 
And yeah, so yeah. Why so, don't you go ahead and pursue it? <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> so anyway, back to the back to the story. So, um, so I did. So yeah, so I remember when I was still in Medellin, we texted a little bit, um, and I think we were like trying to meet up, you know, kind of keeping it casual and like friendly. And he, I remember being at this bar pretty drunk with my friend and we started dancing and then he like ended up meeting us there. And, um, because I was like drunk, you know, like my inhibitions were kind of down a little bit and like, we started like, we like danced together nice. and it was the first time that I had like really like touched somebody in like kind of, I don't know, like a, you know, not like a sexual way, but like just since being in, in my relationship with number 30. Uh huh. Cause me and number 30, like I think I mentioned during the last episode, you know, I really did see him as somebody I really did want to spend the rest of my life, uh, the foreseeable future with, you know, I really saw him as like my person, like my quote unquote soulmate yeah. for a long time. So I kind of didn't think that I was going to be doing that. But when I danced with number 30 or when I danced with number 39, um, I think I had this feeling like, oh, I'm attracted to you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, this is like a sign that I need to, I mean, a sign, but it's like, you know, my relationship is over kind of like, it was like new beginnings. Right. Got it. Got it. Okay. So that was after you guys had broken up you and number 30. I think it was, I think, yeah, exactly. It was after we broke up and I think just talking a little bit too about, you know, we had, like, I think I talked about in the last episode, um, number 30 and I. I really felt like I wanted to grow in different areas and I wanted to be more like intellectually challenged and kind of like seen yeah. in that way. And so to kind of have this connection with this person who was like, who kind of got me on that level. Sure. Um, I was like, okay, there's like other people out there who I feel like I can have this type of connection with. So I think it, there was also that element. Yeah, yeah. That's um, to relief. <clears throat> it's funny because you get into that headspace, like it's this person or no one else. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you realize that there actually could be someone else, it's kind of like, oh, thank God. Yeah, Sorry. totally. <coughs> Sorry. No, all good. <coughs> Jesus. I'm going to write this one down. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, all good. Merit's a note. um yeah so so yeah so like it was it was it was a good feeling and I was really excited to reconnect with him we had kind of kept in touch but we'd like you know we'd kept it friendly we'd kept it casual and you know I was I was on this like long journey but then you know it had been a long summer it was August I had been traveling for three months at that point or not really traveling but you know I'd been in a new place for three months at that point and I was like, okay, cool. Here's this person I have this real connection with. So, um, I, on my way to Sol- or on my way to Sevilla, I took kind of a roundabout trip because my old host family from when I had first studied abroad in Spain wanted me to come visit them on basically the opposite side of the country from Barcelona. Right. Um, <laughs> So they had, they had like insisted that I come. I was like, I don't know, maybe. And they're like, no, you're definitely coming. We have some cousins who live in Barcelona who are driving to Salamanca and you're going to ride with them. Oh my and God, I was like, sure. Right. <laughs> I was like, sure, sign me up. And I was kind of having this moment, you know, watching the Catalonian countryside pass me by. And I thought of the last time I was in Salamanca, which has been, you know, which is like almost nine years before that. And it was like a super weird feeling to be back. It always kind of is when you go to some place that you've been before and 
it was just like a, I was like, I'm proud of where I am at this point in my life. And I'm, you know, I'm happy with all the things that have come between that last time and now. And I had this like really random desire to listen to this playlist that number five had actually made me called I Love You, Mariah, um, with Wilco on it <laughs> back in the Guatemala days. Um, and yeah, so I just like randomly listened to it. And like, keep in mind, I hadn't talked to number five in two years at this point. Right. Not since Panama. Yeah. So maybe not quite, maybe like a year and nine months, but like almost two years at this point. And, um, it was weird because one day after I arrived in Salamanca, I got a Facebook message from number five. Oh my God. I remember this. Here was the conversation. Oh yes. She's got the receipts. (laughs) Yes. Him. Mariah, how are you out there thriving in the world, doing your thing? I'm sure. Where in the world are you? I said, whoa, crazy to hear from you right now. I'm in Salamanca visiting my old host family. Him. That's amazing. I bet they were stoked to see you. That was like a decade ago. Ha ha. Me. Feels like the blink of an eye and forever at the same time. I'm doing great. Just lots of travel this summer and we'll be in Spain until October. Hoping you're doing well also. Him. Travel is good. Glad to hear you're getting after it. I'm well too. And then he like tells me his travel plans. What is your take on this whole exchange? (laughs) I mean, it would fuck with me that I was just listening to the playlist that he made me the day before. That would freak me the fuck out. Um, even more than getting together with someone who is from the same state as someone I hooked up with two years prior. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That one's that. a stretch. That one's a stretch. I know. I know it is. It is a stretch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to had to drag you the tiniest bit. But um, as you know, I love coincidences. No, I deserve it. Um, I deserve more than it. anything. But yes, so that would that would have fucked with me though. The whole playlist thing, and almost like, do you get a notification from Spotify or something? And then also, oh, maybe. I don't huh. think so. Interesting. I mean, okay. I, I don't know. I don't Unless, think so either. I don't, either the answer is no or no one has ever listened to any playlist I've ever made for them, which would be like really hurtful. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> that's but, so funny. Yeah, so I don't think that was it, but that's crazy. I I mean, I think on the surface, like it seems like a, a nice exchange between exes, like yeah. In the most generic way possible. Um, but given the, like, what a dick he was last time you saw him, I think it would also just, it would piss me off. And I I don't know if I would have responded, and I probably would have, but like, I don't know. I, I tend to not respond when I feel like I don't have anything good to say. <laughs> like, I think like, I know, you were I very know. polite, you know, which is nice. Yeah. So the thing that really was like weird to me about this at first, I was like, oh my God, that's so crazy. Like what's going on? You must have a reason to reach out to me. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you didn't really seem to want to be around me last time I saw you. Right. Like, right. Exactly. Kind of made that clear. You made it pretty you know? clear. Yeah. <laughs> you made it really clear that you wanted very little to do with me. And then it just, it kind he kind of like vagues out and like tells me all about like his travel plans and stuff like that. I, I don't know why that annoyed me, but I, I think One reason it did is because whenever we talked, it kind of always felt like he was like one, he he would always try to one up me in some way. 
You know, he'd right. be like, oh, that, like, I mean, he sounds like really nice in this. Like, he's like, oh, that's amazing. Like, you know, he sounds very complimentary and like, I'm sure he like was, but then it's like, it always kind of feels like this like Trojan horse for him being like, and I'm doing great, you know? Yeah, exactly. Know. And by the way, yeah. It's, oh, okay. So you're in Spain. Well, I'm oh, headed well, I'm to Tanzania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what? What? It's, it wasn't Tanzania, but it was close to Tanzania. What? New Zealand? Yeah. I, I won't tell you where it is, just just to give him like one shred of anonymity, but like... <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Let's, I, let's, let's just say it was somewhere saying. in Africa. It was somewhere in Africa. Okay. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, so I just didn't respond. I was just like... You know, it kind of just annoyed me that he's, he just was like, he was just so chatty and jovial. I was like, I expect an apology more than anything. <laughs> you, this guy, from this guy. <laughs> I know, I know. That's like, that's like a stretch, but I'm like, what's the fucking, why do you keep trying to talk to me? Yeah. Like you couldn't even treat me like a friend last time I saw you. Yeah. Like you treated right. me like I was like your least favorite friend from like high school who you like wouldn't touch with a 10 foot pole last time we hung out. Right. And, and now you're acting like we're just like buddies who shoot the shit occasionally. Yeah. So that really yeah. annoys me. It's like, That's we're either good. friends or we're not, you know, like what Absolutely. the fuck? Pick a lane, bro. So, yeah, so I got on a bus to Sevilla and, you know, my friend um, had offered number 39 had offered that I stay with him at his rented Airbnb because he was planning to be there longer than me. And he kind of had a, a longer term rental. Um, but, you know, as per the title of this episode, you know, I didn't want to stay the night. You know, I it, honestly, I, like I expected us to hook up and I expected to really like him and like for us to like really vibe it out. But because obviously because we had so much in common, right? Clearly, mm -hmm. if that wasn't clear. <laughs> um, but for some reason, I was just like, it just feels a little de desperate to be like, oh, well, you're entering the same country I am and like had plans totally unrelated to me. Let me just show up and just like go stay in your bed, you know? Like, I felt like I was like, I barely know this dude. Like, I have, you know, enough money to get myself a freaking... Airbnb somewhere, whatever, wherever I stayed. I think I stayed in a hotel. And it's just like, I'm just going to do that for myself because I'm 28 years old now yeah. and I don't need to like go be in this weird situation where we're like living together when I barely know this guy. It's oh, like our man. first date, essentially. That's just mature, mature Mariah who has like a steady yeah. gig and like... <laughs> Just has learned from a few mistakes, learned from a few like floors slept on with random guys yeah. in like Arizona. <laughs> a few sleep, a few sleepless no nights. Yeah, a few. Yeah, totally. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. I picked on that one, but I mean, yeah, we've all no, it's we've a all good done one. it, but. The other one I'd reference is when I was in was when I was in Texas visiting my friend and um she got in a fight with one of her friends while we were in this other city and I ended up staying at um this random dude's house that I had already known previously. But it was like kind of like a convenience thing. Like I was like, oh okay, well, I don't know how to get home, so I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> you know, up with you. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't that situation. I was like, okay, cool. And part of the reason I was going was I wanted to see Sevilla too. So I was like, I kind of had that pretext, you know, yeah, and it was very so unclear. Pretty. Like we were, it was very unclear. We were very jovial. We're like, oh, he's like, oh yeah, I can't wait to show you around Sevilla. You know, like it's, 
Like, it's like the subtext wow. is there, like but then it's also like... He's been there a week? Yeah, he's... <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, he used to live there. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. He, sorry, yeah, that. yeah. Okay. I, I, he lived there for a couple of years, I think. Okay, so okay, okay. He, he had some... Yeah, he had some cred. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we we met up. Um, I, w- I remember being, like, nervous, let me just say, um, because okay. I really liked this guy. And um, so when he arrived, so we met up, we got some Kanyas and then we kind of wandered around Sevilla, which was fucking beautiful. And, you know, we just, we really just like had a shit ton of conversation. And I think we were both a little nervous. Yeah. Like, I think we were both kind of like, we liked each other and we were kind of like, what's up? And um, we got to know each other. And I kind of felt like this weird feeling like, okay, like, you know how when you're hanging out with somebody and who who you really have chemistry with and it doesn't feel forced at all. You're just kind of like, okay, we're going to eventually make out, right? Right. I don't, it didn't feel forced, but what was hard is like, I felt like we were doing so much like communicating and talking and like being like good listeners to each other. Yeah. We, the sexual chemistry was not like flourishing as much because I think building. we were both just, yeah, it was like, we there was sexual chemistry there, but it was like the connection it was like we were too much like right brain or something. We were too much like, you know, having conversation. Yeah, right? no, that makes total sense. So anyway, but we did hook up and um, yeah, but we did hook up in his hotel room and I was like, okay, I like him, but I was like, I'm not sure how much like romantic chemistry I feel, but I was like, I really like him. So I, I, let's feel this one out. Let's write it out. <laughs> Are we gonna get the classic Mariah? Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Yeah. I I I've never been known to like not to be, you know, I usually see what happens. Let's just put it that way. So um the next day we met up and I think he kind of like slept in late or something. And okay, so, we, so sorry. I, I just want to, so details okay. wise, just like make sure we're all on the same page here. So <laughs> you went to his place, you made out slept together Mm -hmm. you what what happened we hooked up I went home (laughs) you hooked up you had sex and then you went home we had sex and then I went home yeah okay 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 got it sorry yeah because I was like I don't know I'm really tired tonight blah 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 whatever and then you know what was what was I would feel like I was getting like mixed signals from him because I wasn't like I feel like he like wanted me to spend the night but then it was like he didn't like call me for a while the next day so we met up kind of like later and so we're like I was like, okay, like, what's the deal here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it wasn't like, oh, let's go to breakfast in the morning. You know, it was like, he's like, okay, well, like, you know, just took him a while. He like took his sweet damn time kind of okay. reaching out. He knows I'm there for like three days, right? right. Um, actually, I think it was like two and a half days. Like it wasn't very much time. So. Got um, it. Okay. So, but we ended up going and having this little like romantic, like we ended up at a flamenco bar. And I think, Fun. um. We, I think that's where like our chemistry started to kind of like spark way more because I think we stopped. We do that, right? Exactly, and we got out of like just chalking mode and more into like I think we were both just so nervous that it was just kind of hard. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so then we ended up in a club and we like danced a ton, and I felt like we were really vibing, and we were just having a really good time, and then um. I, we went, we went back to his place and then, um, I was like, you know, I think I'm going to go home. Before or after something happened? We did not hook up. Okay. Okay. 
so I don't know. I was just like, I'm just like tired. I don't know. I just kind of want to go home. I don't want to like rush into anything. And like, I felt like we were both drunk and I don't know. I think he was like, I just could tell he was fucked up too. Like we were both kind of fucked up and I was like, I don't know. Right. You know, like I, it's wasn't that I wasn't into him like at all. It was just, it just didn't feel like the right time. Sure. So maybe I was kind of like holding myself back a little bit, but, um, and I can then see he how he would like, be confused about what's going on a bit. I can kind of see too. I could kind of see too. But I think I was like, I think I probably said something like, I want to take things slow or something like that, you know? Uh-huh. Classic. As well. Which is like, it's fair, right? It's fair. It's totally fair. Um, yeah. And I think I had actually told him the previous night that I wasn't sure I wanted to have sex, you know? So like we ended up hooking up. But it was like, it was kind of like brief and you know what I mean? Like, it was like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I kind of want to like take things slow. Cause I'm, I'm kind of like backpedaling at this point in my life. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to rush into things and just like hook up. Like for the sake this is somebody of who feel up. like I have yeah. a, yeah, exactly. Like I want to be more intentional. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, he acted like a little weird about it, but then I don't know. But then he, but he was, he, it wasn't weird. Like he wasn't weird. Like he wasn't like direct about it. Like yeah. he just kind of acted, he like kind of went silent, you know? And I was like, okay, like he'll get over it. Um, we'll right. hang out tomorrow. It'll be great. Boy, was I wrong. So the next day Uh-oh. he didn't text me all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't text me all day long. Like I texted him and I was like, hey, like what's up? You know, let me know when you're up. I'm going to go wander around or whatever. So let's keep in mind, like I'd come here specifically to see this guy. Um yeah. So I ended up wandering around Sevilla and I had like a really nice day and I was like determined to let the record state that like I could be independent. But at the same time, I felt like I was being ghosted and I was like, I made a huge effort to come visit you. Yeah. You can't just, you know, yeah. Like it was like, you offered me to like come stay with you. And then now you're, I don't know. I'm sure he was getting like mixed signals, but at the same time, I felt like I wasn't giving mixed signals because I was like all over him, you know, like I was like, making out with him all night. And, you know, I felt like it was very clear that I liked him. Um, But because I didn't have sex with him, like, you know, it didn't mean that I didn't like him. It just meant that I wanted to take things slower. Right. But I do have to ask you, like, what is taking things slow in a situation where you're with, in the same place as someone for two and a half days and then you're both going your separate ways? Like, what... What do you take? That's just not taking things, right? It's not taking things slow. It's just not doing it. That I realized was like the hard part about this situation. It was like, I kind of like went there to like have a first date with this guy, basically. Right, right. You know what I mean? And I like really just wasn't like, I just wasn't about like being like, just, I don't know. There's just something I was like, I don't want to be, full on in this like I need to keep my own space because I feel like we're just getting to know each other I don't think I can like in I don't think I can you know yeah I don't think I can like be I don't know how how else to say (laughs) I don't know how else to like phrase it but I just like yeah like I want to I wanted to see him and I wanted to like be around him but I just like I was like I can't like be like all in this right now so maybe that was like my bad you know um but also like I kind of felt like there was something 
Yeah, I don't know. There was also just something not clicking about us too. There was something right. like physical chemistry or something that just, it just wasn't clicking. And there were just some moments where it kind of felt like we were like miscommunicating about what we wanted physically. Yeah, you yeah. know, so um, yeah. And I look back on that and I am glad that I like honored what felt right to me. You know, I was just like, I wasn't in the mode for that. Like I was like, we're going to hang out tomorrow. Let's just do that. Right. But then, yeah, he didn't text me all day. So, um, that's crazy. So yeah. So then finally, like late in the evening, he's like, okay, let's meet up. And I was like, okay. So we went to like this outdoor cafe, cafe and talked and it kind of felt like we were like already kind of like bickering, like, he, I don't know, he got like upset about something and I kind of forget what it was. But um, then it, it became kind of clear to me that he was upset that I hadn't stayed with him. Yeah. Like he got upset. He like snapped at me in conversation or something. He not snapped at me, but like kind of got grumpy with me. And I was like, okay, what's the deal, you know? And um, yeah, so, and I kind of like defended myself, but you know, I had already planned the next day that, um, I was going to go to Cadiz with him. Like we had talked like our first day and he's like, I was like, what should I see around here? He's like, you should go to Cadiz, which is like a town, you know, a couple hours away. And he was like, oh, I'll go with you. Like uh-huh. we'll go together. And I was like, great. And then, um, and he was supposed to come. And so, you know, we kind of made nice and had a nice evening. And then I, th- and then we like, we talked, we kind of talked it out and he was like, okay, I understand where you were saying. He's like, okay, I think it was just like a little high, a little drunk and like, you know, maybe like misread your signals as being like rejection. Right. As opposed to you just kind of wanting to do your own thing. And then, yeah. And then of course the next day he didn't come. And then, you know, he kind of was like, oh, have a good time. It's all good. Whatever, you know, just kind of like. Got it. Okay. Kind of back in friend mode or not like not in friend mode, but it was just like weird chatty. And like, I was like, okay, I can tell you that he like likes me, but like, it was just weird that he didn't come. Um, okay. So yeah. So yeah. So I was like, okay. So like message received, I guess it just felt like a kind of a negative ending to our time together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, confusing. Very confusing. Confusing. Did you guys ever... So you're still in contact and stuff. Like, did you ever hash this out? We did. We did. Yeah, so... Okay, sorry. I'm getting um, ahead of myself. Yeah, so I'll I'll tell you... Um, I'll, I'll kind of get to the... I'll, I'll get myself back to Barcelona and then I'll kind of tell you like the little like coda to the story. Okay, perfect. So so in Cadiz, I stayed in a hostel and, you know, I was kind of like over it at this point. I feel like I was just like, okay, I'm sick of traveling. Like I kind of want to just be home. And you know that moment when you're traveling and you're like, okay, am I just traveling for the sake of traveling? Like I think the only reason I'd yeah. wanted to go to Cadiz was because I thought he was going to come. Of course, um, yeah. So yeah, so I, I definitely was super annoyed Right. I, I think by the end of this interaction, I was kind of like, fuck you a little bit. And I went back to Barcelona and then back uh, about, um, like, I think I like, I processed that a little bit and like, we, we kind of talked a bit, but I definitely don't, I kind of don't remember being like, I remember him still wanting to talk and me kind of being like a little bit more distant to him uh-huh. at that point. Yeah. So yeah, so the coda to this story is we went to, um, I did go back to Medellin like a month later and he was there um, because he, it maybe was like, it was like a month and a half or two months later. And I remember him, I kind of didn't really, like I was like friendly to him. I think I was kind of like over at that point. Like I wasn't like angry or upset anymore. 
Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, clearly I'm not like romantically interested in this guy. Like it's not going to work. Right. And um, we like met for a beer and he was like, yeah, like we like, we really hashed out that night. And I was like, yeah, I just, and he's like, well, we should like go out sometime or do something. And I was like, I just really don't think I can like be with somebody who doesn't cherish me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's like such a douchey thing to say, right? No, it's not douchey. I it, at all. I mean, it's 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 a very fair statement, and and um, I I love that about you. But like, it. I'm not sure if. I mean, I, it's a hilarious moment to say that in. Like, I, know. I can see that. Well, I can see you saying that to someone who you're like dating for like a year or something. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? And and he was like, he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, I was like, I don't know. Like, I just, I really, I think I just felt through that. Like, I think I just told him more. I was like, you know, like I went there basically to see you. And I ended up spending like a lot of my time like alone. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it was just, it, it just felt like you didn't really like care how I felt or, you know, and it felt like you weren't really, it felt like you weren't really, I don't want to say valuing me, but like, it just felt a little like he was like, I'm going to do my own thing kind of thing. Like he was like setting the tone, like I want to do my own thing. And I was like, yeah, I think like how the, the thing I said of like, I don't want to be with someone who doesn't cherish me. That's like, I guess it feels like the best way to sum up. He didn't share. It didn't feel like he like cherished me. It didn't feel like he was like, I absolutely like adore you and I, I want to spend time with you and I want to like enjoy our time together. You know, it kind of just felt like it felt more clinical. Clinical. Yeah. I mean, to me, it seems like he wanted to fuck. That, that's what it seems like to me. Like it, it was about, it was more about sex for him. And if that wasn't part of it, then he was going to feel rejected. And like, yeah, but if it was more about sex, then I feel like he should have initiated more. It was like he waited, he would wait to like really make a move until we were like at his place. I don't mm -hmm. know. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't get like an overtly. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, totally. I kind of feel like, like we like spent a lot of time together, like talking and stuff. And like, I, I didn't feel like he was like, he really like made yeah, a sexual right. move. No, for he sure. Wasn't, he didn't really, he, he didn't really try to try to woo me at all. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, maybe that wasn't, maybe that's not exactly a fair summary. I think what it, what come, what happens sometimes when like one person though does want to fuck and the other person doesn't is that even though like, and I've, and I've been guilty of this for sure. Like, even though you know that it's like totally fine and that the person still might like you and everything. Um, and if you just like keep hanging out, then like the time will come for that. But sometimes yeah. you just feel rejected. Like you can't no, get, get over it. how that feels to be like, to the, you don't want to. Yeah. But, but you came all this way. So like, what are we even doing? <laughs> you know? I know. I know. I know. But like, I think it was just, yeah, I know. I, I, and I think I did want to have sex with him. That's the thing is I did want to have sex with him and I was into him. But I guess I just... Those moments didn't just just didn't feel like the right time to me. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I, I guess I just wasn't like maybe like feeling as much like the chemistry, but like we did also have chemistry in this weird way. So I what think did we you just say. I think, 
What did he say when you said that to him about needing to be cherished? He was like, he was like, I, he's like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I, he's like, he's like, I think if we dated again, I would. Like, I think he really liked me. Uh-huh. And I think Got he it. like, yeah. Um, but I basically like friend zoned him after that. And I think he like, I think that he would totally agree that we're way better as friends. I think really the issue that that happened throughout this whole thing is like, yeah, I, I felt like I didn't, it's like, I want to hook up with somebody, but I did want them, or I wanted to sleep with him, but I did want him to kind of like work, not work for it, but like come to me a little bit. It's like, yeah, I you had gone all, all the way. way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I guess I just, I didn't feel that he was like really like trying to like romance me. Yeah. 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 But, and then, and then the weird part was, is that, you know, he was, so I think it's just, it came down to just us having like totally different like love languages and like totally different, yeah you know, sure. totally different needs related to that. And that's why I said at the top of this episode that like, he is still my really good friend and things are about to get really real for me when I get back to Medellin. And like, he was like a super good friend through that. And, you know, we actually nice. did hook up a couple more times. And he was like, I like cried to him, you know, about like, cause when I get back to Medellin, like everything becomes real about number 31. I like cried to him and like, we went on hikes together and um, we like did art together. He showed me some of his book that he was writing. And like, you know, we yeah. have like a really, I say a good friendship and a really good connection. That's it awesome. just wasn't, yeah. maybe it was just, we, neither of us was communicating well and maybe it was just not a good time for me and you know, not a good time for him or whatever. Maybe the well, time is off, but you never know. That's the thing though that I can't, that I, I can totally relate to with the situation is like these, I have often, I, I used to say, I guess, and I think I've said this on the podcast too, is like, you know, I've often wanted like a short-term committed relationship from yeah men and that are like not, they're just ha haven't been able to like do that because my my f friend and I used to say that like I can like go visit someone for a weekend and like pretend that we're in love and that's it's like no problem for me and it's not even pretending yeah. like I actually do feel it in the moment you know like yeah who, who like who, with like the donut man or something like when I went I can't remember his number but like the guy that I would like I stayed with a couple times in New York and stuff and it was like we're just like pretending to be together and like he's like treat like the first time we he was down right yeah. and so he was just treating me like his girlfriend and I was treating him like my pretend boyfriend and we're like picnicking in Central Park and it's like so cute right <laughs> and like yeah I had yeah. a great time went back the second time and like he you know yeah super distant weird just like wasn't cherishing me I gotta say <laughs> <laughs> and we yeah, make t-shirts I'm like I, totally, and I and I left early like I I got the yeah. early bus back to Philly because I was like well I'm not here for this like I'm not here if I just want to yeah. be treated like shit I mean I could call anyone yeah. off tinder you know so I know what you're saying I just feel but I do understand too like I've tried to understand that not everyone can do that. Like not everyone can be like, you're yeah. leaving in three days, but we're just gonna be obsessed mm -hmm. with each other for three days. And like, I'm gonna no, woo you. No, you're right. 
No, you're absolutely right. I think um, another theory I had, so right around this time, you introduced me to um, astrology. <laughs> I mean, I had already been introduced to astrology, oh, but yeah. you introduced me to like the full chart. Oh yeah. And we went my deep. theory is like our Venus and Mars weren't connect, like matched Classic. very well. There's nothing yeah, you can do about that. <laughs> I think I just, I needed, I think I just needed like a little bit more assertiveness on that. Yeah. In that aspect. And I did need a little bit more like romanticizing or like wooing. Like yeah. I was kind of used to, not used to, but I don't know. I mean, I grew up getting a lot of verbal affirmation, you know, and I just, I wanted like a little bit more of like the princess treatment, you know, yeah. like for lack of a better description. Fair enough. Yeah, you know what you want and go get it. Get that, get cherished. <laughs> Which is actually funny because Ryan and I were fighting the other day and I was like, I just feel like you haven't been like treating me like a princess lately. <laughs> <laughs> and he like laughed and he was like, he's like, you're right. I have been treating you less than princess like and I have not been up to my usual gold standard. <laughs> And it's like, I mean, it's, it's just one standard. of those things about me. Yeah, I know. And poor guy, you know? I mean, he set that standard because he does treat me like a fucking princess all the time. Like he he's he really does treat me very well. Um, but, you know, I think that, that that's kind of what, that's kind of the expectation I had out of my, I wanted to have out of my romantic relationships. I yeah. Mean, that's how number 30 treated me as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, so I think yeah, it was yeah. just like, I, I kind of like, I came out and I had this like higher standard of how I wanted to be treated. And, um, so the, the other coda to this and the, you know, the, the last thing I'll say before we wrap the episode up is, um, a couple weeks later, I think it was like two weeks after number five had texted me. I was like, okay, I think I know what I want to say. So here oh it goes. Oh my God. We're we going back to the receipts. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So I said, um, just to remind you, the last thing he said was, you know, travel is good. Glad to hear you're getting after. I'm well too. And then he tells me his like travel plans, right? Uh -huh. So now I say, two weeks later, I say, um, okay, sounds pretty cool. Sorry for my late response. Um, kind of random and unexpected to hear from you after all this time. Is everything okay? Because I was just kind of like, let's not just pretend like this is normal, right? Right. Like, what's the deal? Why are you reaching out to me? And okay. he's like him he goes all good nothing to read into haha ha. you just popped into my thoughts and I wanted to say hi you're oh always doing something cool you're like a game of where in the world is Mariah San Diego haha ha. fuck you so what do you think about that I feel I'm like, like <laughs> don't tell me not to read into this I'll read right? into whatever I, I want know. It's so okay, insulting. So the ex it's truly who, so insulting. It's it is very gaslighty, right? Because it's like the ex who like literally treated me like his, you know, least favorite friend from like high school or something. I don't know. But he's, like that's a weird example. But you know, he like was he kind of like I like want nothing to do with you. Crazy ex girlfriend that like did him serious damage. Exactly, exactly. And then he just casually reaches out and is like, hey, what's up? You know, like, he's let's like, shoot the shit. Think but only you, all, you always overthink things. Like, what do you think? Yeah. I like you. It's like, oh my God. It's like, and it's also like, what do you want? Like, can we talk about what we even want? Like, do you want to be friends? Like, what do you want out of this? Because you didn't even treat me like a friend last time. He wants so that. I was like, he wants these little, these little, these little weird little interactions, right? Yeah. 
So, um, so I said, okay, got it. Well, I wish you all the best. Sorry if I'm not responding with, with much enthusiasm. That trip to Panama two years ago was actually really hard for me. I felt you were a bit harsh with me and it's hard to imagine being friends right now. I think for me, it's better if we don't talk. I hope you can understand. Amazing. Love it. And then he goes, no worries. Glad to hear you're well. If I was too harsh, I apologize. I certainly didn't intend that. I just wanted to draw a clear line. And though I wasn't expecting your reaction, I understand. Savor Spain and friends. And uh, this was four years ago and we have not talked since. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Do you think that, do you think that really did it? Do you think you'll never talk to him again? I had well, like I can't a couple believe we've moments up to like present day number so five. I know. I um, <laughs> it's really weird because I, can I just say like I know, I know, right? You know, I had um, I did have like a weird little relapse where at one point I was like I I had like a not relapse. like a relapse, but <laughs> but like a couple years, like probably like three years ago. Let's I think around pandemic time. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, what is like he up to? And I think I like requested to follow his Instagram just because I was like, I really just wanted to like lurk on him. Sure. Um, But then I was like, what am I thinking? And I totally, I canceled the request. So I think he might have seen the request. So I'm not sure if I like have come across as like the the strong empowered. But the thing is like- (laughs) I love your honesty. Thank you for sharing that because you know, that's relatable. But (laughs) did he- so okay so you didn't follow him on Instagram before or did you like unfollow him no, after see, that's this? the thing is I never followed him um like yeah I like since he was in Panama like I didn't we didn't have Instagram neither of us had Instagram before he left okay um it. and then I I he always had like a private Instagram got it um okay. and he I don't think he like follows me or anything so I think he was like he made a clear like I don't it seemed like he did not want anything to do with each other on social media was the vibe I was getting. I mean, so what I you're saying like is we could have been media. posting the podcast to your social media this whole time. I feel like <laughs> the reason we never did was because one of number five finds this podcast. That's well, my no, Instagram kidding. is There's public. There's a lot of good reasons to not post this to Instagram. I, my Instagram's public. I have a theory he goes and like regularly checks up, checks up on me. I mean, who wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he occasionally from time to time, like during, instead of like reaching out and doing these little, hey, what's up? Instagram from time to time. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, unless he's like, no, no, like, do you you ever go back and check number ones? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's like occasionally. Right. And so the thing is with him is like, I have absolutely zero visibility into his life. Probably for the better, but I always kind of had this like feeling, this is going to sound really crazy. I always had this feeling that his Instagram was private because of me. Oh, wow. That is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? I mean, but who knows, right? Who knows? Well, so you can't rule it out, but like... (laughs) I know, I know. I know it's crazy, but like, I feel like he very much like, he was so like... I want to keep you at a distance, but I want to maintain a connection with you that is completely on my terms. Yes. But like, we can't like talk about anything and like clear any of the, like, right. You know, we could have had a can't read into anything. Right. I can't read into anything. Like, otherwise I'm crazy, you know? And like, what annoys me is like, we could have had closure 
when I, I was know. in Panama. We could have had closure and we could have been like, yay, let's be friends. But like... At any number we of didn't. times, seems like you guys could have had like closure and or boundaries. <laughs> I mean, I think he tried to establish the boundaries, but then he would like, I don't know. Like, I mean, you, you got me thinking when I did do the episode where I go to Panama, I was like, you know, okay. He did a number of times be like, well, I have a girlfriend. Well, I don't really want you to come visit, you know? So like he did try to set boundaries and, you know, probably for good reason. I think I broke his heart. I mean, if you, if you ask the person that he spent a lot of time with who I met, who's like a mutual friend um, oh, right. when like right after we spent time apart, um, I was a hot top of conversation and something that was like a hard thing in his life. So I understand like he probably, you know, from his perspective, like he probably, he set boundaries and, you know, I crossed them and like uh-huh. attempted to like push him out of them. But then it's like him, like me trying to like, like requesting him on social media, yeah. like still reached out and kind of like sent these weird mixed signals. So it was just really confusing. But he still does these weird reachy-outies, which are very strange. I agree. It's like number 13, just like sending me an emoji like every 18 months. Just like, hey, don't don't forget. Right. There's trauma right. And like <laughs> before this, this interaction, you know, like the last few times that he'd done these weird little reachy-outies, like we'd like talked for like weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, and it would be like him being like all chatty and like, let's be friends or whatever. Oh, yeah, and then he'd that. like go dark. Yeah. That you guys you would know? like start up these email things and he would say, he remind him of a jazz singer he saw or something like yeah. that. And it would just be like, that was what's like, happening? That was like the early days of right. the breakup. But yeah. But like, I mean, just things like that where he would like be like super complimentary and act like we're like, we'll always know each other. And then I'd be like, okay, well, can we process any of this like history or talk about it and he'd be like no you know or like whatever or can I like it's like, like this weird like or, yeah yeah this weird like you mean a lot to me and then I'd be like okay you mean a lot to me too I feel like I need closure and then yeah and then yeah and poof. then he, he just yeah exactly like so anyway I think um to close this episode I will just go back to some or this this thing I've been talking about a lot and like we'll talk about or I've been thinking about a lot and we'll talk about in our takeaways episode I, at least I will is like I really don't feel proud of you know I don't I'm definitely not always the hero like I'm the anti-hero in a lot of these stories <laughs> like you know with how everything went with number five like I take full responsibility for a lot of it I know that I didn't always like act the best um but so like, you know, I'm sure there were things that like I did wrong, but it felt very empowering in this situation to be like, okay, I'm drawing a boundary here. Yeah. Like you it's can't, great. like, I'm not going to stay the fucking night. You know? Yeah. No, I love it. Boundaries all over the place. 28 year old Mariah. It's like drawing lines in the sand. Can't stop. I know. I was starting to learn. It's amazing. Yeah. <sighs> Feels so good. Yeah. Congratulations. All right. Well, stay tuned for the next episode. Um, we have uh, two full episodes left. Um, the next one for me is a doozy. Um, Olivia is caught up to present day. So um, just here for the remainder of the ride. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone. Bay 
make it easy on my eyes is what you are and i don't care who knows it thanks for listening to what's your number this episode was produced by olivia and mariah music is by no fancy editing and mastering by lightning the cavern works you can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades. <laughs>